0: You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast with the 6FB, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. And here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi,
1: everybody, and welcome to the first session of our Bookkeepers Bootcamp. I'm Zoe Whitman. Yay! (laughs) Wood, And we're joined by Jojo Ellis this afternoon. Hi, Jojo, how are you?
2: very well thank you so much for having me i'm so honored to be here and to be your first guest of the week yeah i'm so, so excited we well, are so excited
1: absolutely
0: yeah we, we knew had people yeah we knew jojo that after our last session with you last uh last, was it last year yes because it was, this year, yes yeah it um we knew that um you were such a success and uh everyone just as we concentrate on confidence we we're like Who do we need to kick off the week? We need Jojo. We've got loads of people coming in and saying hello. They've all been waiting impatiently, waiting for us to get started. And um, Zoe, do you want to explain to everybody in the group before we get started with Jojo, how
1: they need to interact today? Absolutely. So anyone who is watching this live or on replay, if you can just comment to let us know, hashtag live, hashtag replay. It's helpful for us to know who's here. But also we have a a prize this week. So the person who engages and gets involved with the most videos will win a one-to-one strategy session with Joe and I, which we'll be announcing on Sunday the 28th. Um, So that is definitely a reason to do that. But also ask your questions. So right now we're streaming this into our Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club. We're also on YouTube. If you want to ask us any questions, ask any of our guests any questions during any of the sessions that we're running this week, and we're gonna be live at least twice a day, every day this week. If you want to ask a question, please pop it in the chat. We have lots of people joining us live, so it's going a bit fast, but we're gonna try and keep on top of it, and we'll ask your questions if we can, um, because I think that's a really good way to run these. Um, Yeah, I think that, that, does that cover it all, Jo? Is that what you're expecting?
0: absolutely absolutely and like it loving to see we've got 61 people live with us at the moment which is amazing which is amazing so um yes sam you have got your stream yard settings correct we can see you so well done <laughs> she's worrying
1: that we can't see her name but yes we can so yeah let's get going so one of the things that people came back to us About because JoJo joined us back in September when we did boot camp about six months ago now, and we spoke all about imposter syndrome. And I think it is that dreaded thing that comes up for everyone all the time. And a lot of people have emailed us and got in touch to say they really enjoyed that session, or Mm -hmm. that's the thing they're most looking forward to this week because it's a challenge that everybody faces. Mm Oh, so what do we do? And like, we we talk about imposter syndrome, but it will not go away. What,
2: what, <laughs> do we, what can we do to take control? First of all, is accepting that sometimes it may never go away, but it not going away can be a really, really good thing. Because I think if you were you were stuck in a box and you weren't moving you may not have imposter syndrome, you might be very, very comfortable in your box. But the fact that you're growing a business and you're putting yourself out there, means that sometimes you may have self doubt, but that can be an okay thing. So the work that I do with people is to mean mean that it doesn't paralyze you. And you can enjoy your business, you can go in the flow with it, you don't get into burnout or or analysis paralysis, but um, and that real self doubt of I'm not good enough. Um, so you can learn to manage it. You can learn to manage it. It doesn't have to be this big sort of ogre on your shoulder. It can just be, oh, hello again, little self doubt. Thank you for being there, and uh, thank you for showing me that I'm still growing and that I'm still pushing myself to grow my business and enjoy my life more.
0: That's so interesting because I think it is one of those things that you think once you've dealt with it, then that's it. But you're never really dealt with it if you keep growing and if you keep if you pushing keep yourself. And like yeah, they say, absolutely. yeah, every time you reach a new level, you reach you have a new devil on your shoulder, giving Definitely. you like that, you know, that like, oh, are you? Can you do this next bit? Can you do that? And and sometimes um, me and Zoe have spoken about this about the fact that sometimes we are scared of what can go wrong, but also a lot of the time, I think lots of us can deal with. Um, I can't deal with the fact of things going right so <laughs> what happens if we're too successful what 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 happen? And it's always and and sometimes we don't allow ourselves to think about this as much as we do about think it's very easy to say to people oh I, i'm not sure if i could do that what well, if it went wrong oh my goodness i'd be so embarrassed but people don't often have the guts to say what if it goes right and I'm a success? Because that yeah. sounds big headed, but actually, in our own minds, we do feel like that, don't we?
2: Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. And a lot. So I'm I'm trained, or I am an NLP trainer, neuro linguistic programming, and we do a lot on goal setting in the in the training. And people set goals wrong. So we often we either we don't commit to a goal or we don't take time to properly plan it. And we do this a lot in NLP. So one of the questions that an NLP practitioner would ask someone is, you know, what is great about achieving your goal, which is a natural question, but also what could be bad about achieving your goal? What could be a potent, not necessarily bad, actually, but what might you perceive as being bad? So what might you be scared of? And there's so, if you go into that question, people are like, of course, it's going to be amazing if I'm a millionaire or a six figure bookkeeper, that's going to be amazing. But actually, sometimes that's that part of you that's like, yeah, but if I'm really successful, does that mean I will be burnt out? Does that mean that I might be trolled? Does that mean that I might um, lose sight of my connection with my family? So there's all these potential things that that actually don't necessarily mean that they're true or that if they do happen you will ha- you will be able to deal with it but you don't go there so that can hold us back from our success as much as anything else does that make sense
0: it, it does we've just had somebody say that she definitely suffers I'm assuming it's a she it's this Facebook user I definitely suffer with setting goals as feel
1: guilty when I achieve
0: them that's Ooh, really interesting.
1: That we've spoken about this before, Joe, because you're one. You've got several siblings, and you've you've thought before. You don't like to stand out when things are going right. And we've sort of. Talked, so I'm the oldest, and I think it's there's a lot of pressure on you when you're the oldest to like. I don't know. I feel like that maybe was, but you know, you see the differences between yourself and your siblings. So it starts from really early age. If someone's getting praised and someone else isn't, perhaps yeah. we start holding ourselves back from that point. And is that Is that coming into what we're thinking right
2: now? absolutely absolutely so one of my favorite books um and it's so favorite it's right here is called the big leap by gay Hendricks. i definitely recommend it um and it's all about why we self sabotage so what are these things that are going on underneath and a bit of it is is that who am i to shine so we often get messages when we're growing up of don't show off or don't make that person feel bad keep you know and be really really holding in your in your shine so that we're getting this in our formative years so i think a lot of the work that i do is help giving people permission to say to be proud of their achievements um, and to know to change the way we look at things things we look at change which is one of my favorite phrases so you could look at going for your goals as oh I don't want to embarrass people I don't want people to feel bad or you could see it in a completely different way of actually when I'm successful I give other pe- people permission to be successful too and there's mm-hmm. more than enough success to go around we can all be successful
0: yeah, I definitely, and uh, that it, that's where mine stemmed from. My, there's um, my mum fell pregnant when I was six months old, so it's only fifteen months between me and my sister, and mm-hmm. I definitely was the achiever, and that's how I found my place in being the eldest of five. It was like I I was good at school, I was a good girl, and I excelled. But when, whenever I got something, I just saw her little face kind of drop because she didn't. It wasn't even my mum oh. doing it. It was just me, myself. I'd be like, oh, goodness, I can't deal with her not because I, I wanted her to. And, she, and her confidence I could see was getting knocked. And that really, that really upset me. So that really is a deep root. Even recently, um, you know, my business has been going well and she owns a pub in lockdown and it's been shut, and I've been even then I've been like oh I feel so bad and she's fine but it's how I've interpreted it yeah
2: and that's key isn't it she's fine she's absolutely fine but if she wasn't you know that isn't you know you're you're such a gorgeous person Joe, and you would do whatever it takes to um to help her feel better I absolutely know that you would but you not being successful isn't going to make that better is it <laughs> so I'm no, sure she's really... super inspired
0: yeah. No, it really isn't, and she's always really happy and supports me. whatever. And we, Leah's asked, said something. She says she's in a really bad mind space at, right now be, with her business and with herself because a few of her clients haven't haven't followed through. I'm assuming they haven't signed up, or a few people um, haven't done what they said they were going to do, and it's really not, knocked her confidence. How can we deal with something with if you know? And I know Leah's just left her job. She set out. This is her new business. Um, and and she has had loads of massive success, but we know when being self-employment is like this, isn't it? How do yeah. we deal with that? How do we talk to ourselves and reframe it when we've had a knockback?
2: Yeah, so I think, um... Some of it is just being patient with yourself and just allowing yourself to feel those feelings. So one of the things that I really recommend, I don't believe in false positivity um, because all I believe is that that can push stuff down. So it's almost like giving yourself permission to feel it and saying, actually, this happened and I feel rubbish. And when you have that permission to feel it sometimes those feelings just disappear, what we resist persists, so we're, sometimes we think I mustn't feel that, I mustn't feel that, and I've got to try and change it, try and change it, but it's like, okay, I'm just going to say, actually, I'm, this is really rubbish, this hasn't happened, <sighs> okay, what has to happen now, what can I do to rebuild my confidence, does that, does that again make sense?
1: Yeah, it really does, and um, and I think that's, I think we're worried about getting stuck in this sort of trap of, I don't know, feeling bad about ourselves or feeling bad that things aren't, we're not going to be able to pick ourselves up and maybe we do do that sort of false positive thing and then we don't give ourselves the opportunity to acknowledge that was a really difficult thing that happened. It is, um, yeah, it's what, Like, How question. can you give, do you think people should give themselves space to spend some time like reflecting on this kind of stuff?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Just not forcing yourself to do anything apart from what feels nat- what actually feels natural. And we forget what feels natural sometimes. So what I mean, the mo- if you look at the most successful people, and NLP is about the study of success, they don't feel great all of the time, but they feel great quicker. So we they have more resilience and they bounce back quicker. So some of it is like just acknowledging, okay, this doesn't feel good. Nurturing yourself. So um for example, one of the things we teach in NLP is something where, where you build rapport. So if someone's feeling low and you're like, be great, feel fantastic, you're gonna feel fantastic, they're gonna no, thank you. So you meet people where they're at, nurture them, let them feel heard, let them feel validated, and then you can help them move forward when they feel listened to. So that applies to ourselves as well. Listen to ourselves, say, actually, this feels rubbish okay, I feel I feel heard now, I feel comforted, what do I want instead? So very much thinking, okay, what do I want to take? What steps can I take now to start feeling better? So this doesn't have to define me. Stepping into, when, once we felt, I, I often talk about masculine and feminine energy, so the feminine is the nurturing. I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to watch Netflix for an hour <laughs> and feel rubbish and then I'm going to say, okay, time to pick myself up when it feels right What do I want to do and how can I get there? So then stepping into action.
0: Yeah, I think I've I've learned recently about acknowledging and being aware of my emotions rather than trying to just ignore them. And if you need to have a little pity party, have a pity party. And but just don't let it last for three weeks. (laughs) Just <laughs> get it just get it out. Make sure yeah, and, and I try and do that with my kids now as well, because I've realised that so often we've it's like, right, brush ourselves off, come on, move on. But actually we just need to acknowledge it, look after ourselves, take care of ourselves and say it's all right to feel a bit down because that was rubbish, that was horrible. But we can move forward, but it's it's yeah, don't try and brush it off too quick until you've understood why you're upset and why you're hurt. And when you really That's understand funny. it, you're okay.
2: Absolutely, emotions are there for a reason. They have a message for us, but what we do is we don't listen to that message, and we're like, right, I've got to, you know, if we we try and pick ourselves up too quickly, it's like, okay, what's what's this? What what can I learn here? So from a very resourceful place, what this is interesting. This has happened. Is there anything that I can learn from this that I can use to move forward? So it's sort of interrupting the pattern of okay, I feel either feeling rubbish and staying in it. Or trying to push it down. And then I would say that the emotions come out like a jack-in-the-box. That might be in, you know, self-sabotaging behaviour, it may be in illnesses, it may be in arguments, anything that, you know, takes us off our path of excellence.
1: I really like the idea of having a time limit on this. so you're like, okay, you said like I'm gonna watch Netflix for a bit, I'm gonna wallow in it, I'm gonna just like <laughs> let myself feel sad I'm gonna do the things that make me feel good right now and then at this particular like for me i I, I like to, I suppose I like to know what's happening next so um if I could say right tomorrow or at 3 pm, I'm yeah. gonna start doing this one particular thing that's gonna help me working like help me work towards what
2: it is. That I want to do yeah. next yeah, yeah absolutely and that would be unique for the person wouldn't it so ab- absolutely that I'm I'm yeah. really pleased that you've connected with that Zoe
0: so we've had someone comment and say if they get bad news and they have a three-day rule a day for being upset a day for getting angry and then a day to tell myself to get on with it <laughs> <laughs> like, whatever works for you um Katerine's Katerina says, I feel just like this. I've had an inquiry for something that feels very overwhelming and really hit me with imposter syndrome, followed by an email from someone advising me to basically start again and study with AAT instead of ICB. It's a two different studying things. Definitely had a confidence hit today. So
1: I. What do, well, yeah what do do we do about that that overwhelm (laughs) I think that overwhelm really can be behind the imposter syndrome when you haven't come across something before and this feels a little bit beyond what and we see we, we find this as bookkeepers a lot because I think um when somebody comes to you and they're using a system you haven't seen before or they want you to do something slightly different um then you can think oh I really feel like I should be able to say yes but I really can't picture it so I'm not quite sure what this looks like how can we cope how can we build like we're talking about self-belief what can we do to work on that like our belief in ourselves so that we're confident to go into that conversation and you know if we are able to do it to say yes obviously we yeah. wouldn't take on something we weren't competent to do but how yeah. can we focus on our belief so we're we're able to handle those conversations
2: um so it is it's stepping into your resourcefulness so one that this has sort of sprung to mind um obviously I, I i don't i tend to work with females and this is a massive generalization but one one thing i saw once which really really sort of stuck in my mind was if a man's going for an interview and a woman's going for an interview or, or they see a job description and there'll be 20 different things on the job description and the man will look at one and two and go, I could do that. I'm going to go for the job. The woman will go to write down to 20 and she'll say, okay, I can do 19, but I can't do 20. So I'm not going to go for it. <laughs> Big generalization, but that certainly is something that I can resonate with from my life, especially when I used to go to jobs. So knowing that that's, I mean, how great that you care enough that you want to do a good job. So the, so cha- again, changing the way we look at it, things we look at change. Be proud of yourself that you're not just um, the opposite to imposter syndrome is something called Dunning's Kruger effect, which is where people that have got no idea think that they can do everything. <laughs> um, so that's so this is where imposter syndrome can be a benefit. And then it's calmly calmly assessing, okay, do I have the skills? Not from the fear mind, not from the monkey mind of, you can't do it, which sometimes will jump in, that part of you that's like, you're rubbish, you can't do this. One of my favourite things when that mind comes in is like, thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> I appreciate that you're trying to look after me because that part actually is trying to look after you in the sense that it doesn't, it wants to protect you and it thinks it's going to protect you by keeping you safe and stop, stop you growing. And just going for it anyway, you know, feel the fear and and, and do it anyway. So the other thing is perhaps just uh, with overwhelm can come from looking at two bigger things. So chunking it down and thinking, OK, I can do this. I can do this. I can't do that, but I know I can step into my power and I can learn how to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I have taken on so many jobs in the past where I didn't know exactly everything that I needed to do, but I've always had the belief and knowledge that I would do my best job I would give yeah. the task my best and um there's I I'm, I'm find. like you say when you find your resourcefulness that's something that I do all the time now I have got I build up um I've got kind of people around me that I think okay I don't know that but I'll go and find it out and I've got someone yeah. else that will know that and I think it's about understanding that you are not here to know everything are not meant to know absolutely everything there's there's way too many different um different things that could go on in business and in bookkeeping that's that's not our job our job is to be there as a sounding board and be resourceful enough and have the time to go and find out some answers I've just been on a call today well, I've been on about five calls today but the latest one and they were asking me all about the restart grants and what can I get for the apprenticeship scheme and you know every time there's a new uh, budget we are influxed with all this new information. I right. never try and go, right, I'm going to understand it all. I go, right, I'm going to go onto gov.uk, I'm going to type in latest coronavirus you know, updates and let's read it together. I'll share my screen. I never pretend to know everything. And also things change. Every, like, every time you go on there, something else has changed and updated. So, but it's about having the confidence enough to know that the fact you know where to go and look is actually so helpful to the person you're working with and not to think i need to know it the fact yeah. you know where to go is is just like so much value to them already yeah
2: so that is um for one of the things that again we do in nlp is study successful people so joe Definition of a successful person. And then I'm, there's part of her going, me. <laughs> um, but what I would do is I would study you, and you've got a very resourceful belief there. And there's also a way that you talk to yourself. And it was like, right, what do I need to do? I need to go to gov.uk. So there's a, a, a tonality and a rhythm to that that's very successful. So it's like, instead of going, what do I do? What do I do? It's like, oh, okay. And it was almost like a, <sighs> So moving your body and talking to yourself in a certain way will absolutely help with that confidence as well. And and learning from people like Zoe and Joe, who've been there, done that and learned uh, much more way. And, you know, so many ways to step into their resourcefulness.
1: Absolutely. We don't wow. Know everything, though. Like we we definitely don't know everything. And do you know what? um that's why the, the bookkeeping bodies the accountancy bodies have technical helplines because even the most experienced accountant the most experienced bookkeeper they don't know all the answers and it's okay and um, somebody commented that their feeling was um uh it says overwhelm is definitely the right word my initial reaction to any inquiry is panic I can't do it and, I, and panic is a, a, a something from years and years ago from our ancestors that's like a coping in the world mechanism that isn't particularly helpful to us particularly in this situation no one's going to die and we can we don't have to know the answer straight away and we can go and find out and we can say no if we if we know we yeah. can't do it. So, um yeah. it, but we have to like get past that sort of um adrenaline
2: rush of oh yeah.
1: I don't know don't we
2: so it's look at panic from a different way, rename it, it's not panic, it's oh this is exciting, oh isn't this exciting, I've got this new opportunity or hello panic, I know that you're here but you're only, you know, you're not going to last for very long with me because I'm stepping into resourcefulness.
0: Oh well we've we've had quite a few messages so I'm going to read through them, Claire said that she closed her books in January because she felt overwhelmed with homeschooling and I know so many of us have felt that you know homeschooling pandemic businesses it's been a lot she said um, as it was I didn't really need to but I couldn't think my way past feeling inadequate.
1: Oh, I'm really sorry you went through that Claire and you know I was in a similar situation last spring with with lockdown and the kids being at home and um, that that was what I decided to do and that's why I placed my practice while I tried to reassess and I think if you can take a step back and look at it as from a point of you needed to give yourself the space to work out what was the right thing for you to do for yourself and for your family and for your business then you might start to see it in a different way and it might present a different opportunity for you or something else or a different way of looking at things so um, I think there are probably a lot more people out there in this position than you think there are who have gone through this kind of thing I think people aren't just very vocal about it so you've done Mm -hmm. the right thing for your family that's what this was about. Yeah.
0: And this is why we got set up in business to have the flexibility to do what we need to do when we need to do it. Um, someone else said, I completely agree with Zari. We never seem to do the same job on the same software. Every client is different and no two jobs are the same. So every day can be a learning day. And if we look at it like every day can be a learning day and excited about that rather than every day is different and I don't know what I'm doing. There's very different ways of looking at that and thinking, wow, look, I, I can now, do this and this, or you could go into it thinking, "Oh my goodness, I've got to learn something new." It's the way you frame it, isn't it? Um, then we've got. Um, I'm currently setting up as a book up in a booking business. I'm doing lots of training, using loads of different tools to set up the business, etc. And it is so overwhelming. Sometimes I feel completely paralysed with overwhelm and not even knowing where to start, or that there's so much to do and to get to where to get to where I want to be in three weeks
1: time what's your approach Jo Joe, if people are in that situation where it just feels like there's so much to do where do you suggest Absolutely. people start
2: so I am um, I have a process and I'm more than happy to send it out to anybody I've got a booklet that I can send if, if if you want me to do that Um, it's called my four p's process and when I'm working with any client most clients come to me in a state of overwhelm and overwhelm stops us feeling resourceful. And for me, in, as a coach, I know that the client has the answers inside them, but we want them to be able to access those um, those, those resources and those answers. So we want to get past overwhelm. So overwhelm happens when we've got everything around going on in our head. And it also happens when we've got like hundreds and hundreds of things going on in our head, which is so true nowadays more than ever, I think, isn't it? So it involves brain dumping everything out. And then when you can see it on paper, which is why coaches work or journaling works, because you can get a new perspective on it and then you can start dividing things up. So I have the four P's. Some are things that you can pass on to other people. Uh, sometimes people struggle, imposter syndrome. And, and that is like, I don't want to ask for help because that may mean that I'm not good enough. It's, it's like the most successful people will ask for help. So some of it will be passed on. A lot of it you can park even if you're parking it to the next day or the next day or the next day, some of it you can absolutely purge and the sort of things that are purging is I'm not good enough feelings, this will never happen for me, I'm scared of this and I'm just purged that, don't sweat the small stuff they say don't they, and then you'll be left with a priority list take what the most important priority and break it down into small steps and just do one thing at a time everything else has been parked mentally so that normally helps people so so much just just be and then also one thing I'm going to say definitely that we're often not very good at is celebrate get you know put the square box next to it tick it off celebrate it go and you know go and do something to celebrate so that the the neuroscience behind that is teaching our brain that you know life is fun this is it feels good to achieve and you Mm -hmm. achieve by those small steps so celebrate 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 whether that's publicly or just a little like jig on your chair I've done it right next one done it done it done it take your park list what one thing from my park list I'm going to put it on the priority list bit by bit so quite methodical which I'm sure bookkeepers are brilliant at
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely we we are with other people and this is what if 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 someone comes to them their best friend. and I sometimes think this is myself my best friend came to me now with the issues that I've got what would she say to me yeah um oh what would I say to her sorry (laughs) the other way around and I know I'd always have the answers for her but I don't always have the answers for me and sometimes I find when you're really in that that overwhelming space. Sometimes I'll get to the point where I think I can't think anymore. It's like it's all backed up. All my thoughts are just so much. And sometimes I find I either have to change my state by either going for a walk or I lay out my yoga mat and just lay flat. And I know that sounds really silly because you feel like you're doing nothing. Even the even getting on the floor is you're moving and changing. And laying there, all your body can kind of just sink a little bit and you just just that panic stops and just think right and sometimes do you know what you need to do you need to phone someone and just say it all out and I'm really lucky because I've got two sisters and they're really good at this for me so I and this is why one of them is my business partner because I'll phone Marie and I'll say Marie I don't know what to do did it she goes right talk me through it and she writes a list for me and then Brilliant. she goes right well you don't need to do that. So-and-so can do that. Da, da, da. And then she'll get onto the VA and say, right, cancel all of Joe's appointments. And she takes out. And so you need to find your person that's really good with that as well, because it really helps you just, sometimes you just need a soundboard. Maybe they're rubbish, but sometimes when you say it out loud, even to the dog, whatever, speak to yes. somebody and just say it out loud, rather than having it in here, I feel for me, it changes. When sometimes when it comes out afterwards, when I speak to Marie, I'm like, I wasn't that much was it and she's like no and she's really she's really black on white with me like what was you worried about like she's she her brain works so much faster than me because she's 11 years younger and she's just got so much more oh, energy
2: that's not true Joe. that's not true I
0: said, oh, I'm oh going to pull you up about it
2: well, i
0: <laughs> it
1: feels
0: like it is it feels like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so I, I do find that that helps actually having some and and maybe it is your best friend and if anybody just get it speak it rather than having it all in yeah. your head speak Absolutely. it or write it
2: speak it or write it because you can't see it in your head and it just it's like a roundabout that just goes faster and faster and faster slowing yeah. it down out of your head yeah and I love what you said about moving your body so we have bizarrely we have different body postures for different states. So you'll have a a, a posture that you go into with overwhelm, with fear, with self-doubt, tend to be looking down, head, you know, something like that, that is universal. So moving your body, lying down, like I love putting my hands on my heart, and just visualising my heart slowing down because your heart may be going like that in fight or flight, and breathing and and just that beat. Take changing your focus. So I'm just going to slow my heart down. Slow my heart down. Speaking to yourself slowly. Right now, what do I have to do? Boom, boom, boom. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, I've got to read this message out here, and I, I feel really sorry for whoever this is. And um, she said, I had a message the other day regarding my personal FB post introducing my business. She moaned that I'd put a capital letter in accidentally. Honestly, it was such a small, small thing. It's now made me question my grammar on other posts, nitpicking at its worst. Oh, how awful yeah. was that? I think that
1: says more about that person.
0: issues. Yeah, it's
1: their stuff. It's their stuff. Just carry on. Carry on. Don't worry about it um i was talking to somebody um in our accountancy practice today who'd put something on the accountancy forum and had had some really weird comments back and i think that's the thing there are some people who just look for this stuff like they do it for a hobby and that, yeah. just don't worry about it <laughs> if you can find yeah. if there's some, if it's going to make you feel better see if there's a way to use a grammar checker or something else but it just seems so small like you you put yourself out there be proud of yourself and that that is what you need to be doing
2: yeah absolutely
1: um nicola's posted on here she says i've been feeling overwhelmed since i started my business in october i've got great clients and fab testimonials but i feel like i'm waiting for someone to discover i'm a fraud even though i've got the qualifications and i can do it i think that this is a common problem for lots of people and um i'd love to know jojo how you would approach that feeling
2: Yeah so this is imposter syndrome, um, feeling like a fraud, feeling like someone's going to tap you on the shoulder and say you don't belong here. Um, So one thing is knowing that you're not alone. So um, Mm -hmm. imposter syndrome affects sort of 60-70% of people that you know, admit it. Most people have it at some point. It's a sign that you're growing. Uh, Again, it's like not engaging in that thought, knowing that when we go into fear fear thoughts, I mean, is there any truth to it? Absolutely not. You've got great testimonials. So stepping into retraining your brain to celebrate the testimonials, Uh, focus on where you want to go I'm getting better and better in every way I can do this you know the affirmations of and standing in your power I've got this and really focusing on your dreams rather than that on that little little devil on the shoulder
0: yeah and the testimonial thing is something that could be utilized more I think so I, I, I tend to whenever I've had something nice or Uh, received a nice comment or something I will screenshot it and keep it in my notes just as a like just as a little pack of if I'm ever having one of those crappy times or if someone talks to me in a way and I think oh god I'm not doing a good job I can go and remember all the times and actually they do always outweigh the good stuff always outweighs the bad stuff but when you feel that bad stuff it hits you so much harder than a good a good compliment um so Yeah. yeah if you do that right from the beginning of your journey wherever you are at this point in time just screenshot those little if you get a, if I get a card or something in the post I'll, I'll take a screenshot and I'll just keep them all in one place and it's just a nice little reminder that you know I'm not doing too bad after all and there's always going to be someone you're always going to drop the ball sometimes
1: you're always going to make a mistake we're all human
0: that's, yeah. that's it we can't help it
1: I love the idea of um, having screenshots or making a note putting a jar putting your little notes in a jar or something of all the nice things people have said that's um that's it is really difficult and I I don't practice affirmations but I can see that they could be really helpful you listed some out Jojo that were really good and I'd love to write them down um for anyone who's listening to this because I think we could all do with like telling ourselves these things out loud quite regularly could you remind (laughs) me?
2: Oh, I'll, <laughs> I'll just let them flow. I mean, I think one, so one thing I'm going to suggest actually with the affirmations is to stand in a really powerful pose. So um, if anyone hasn't seen Amy Cuddy's TED Talk um, on power posing, it's amazing. So um, Joe and I did a, a session with someone this morning, which was all about stepping into our power. So getting your body into a really strong state, uh, power posing can be like literally hands on the hips doing your Wonder Woman and then saying your affirmations. So one thing with, with affirmations as well, well, it is um if there's a part of you that's like that's not true that's not true then change the words of what you're saying mm-hmm. yeah so every day i'm 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 determined to feel confident so something that feels true for you so i i love i've got this you Or you've got this, and that's why I call myself Jojo, because it feels like a pet name for me. It make, feels very comforting for me. So you've got this Jojo in a tonality. So affirmations as well, which isn't always taught. is making sure it's in a tonality that's really powerful for you. You've got this. You can do this. Uh, really focusing on as well. So there's a sort of triad that I talk about, which is what you do with your body, how you talk about um the, the language that you use to yourself, that how, and then what you're focusing on. So sometimes when we're in self-doubt, we Focus on what could go wrong, how we can make a fool of ourselves, um, why that person doesn't like us or how many things we've got to do. So getting really clear on what you want and then focusing perhaps on one person. So with Joe saying about all the the testimonials and everything, seeing the face of someone that you've helped in the past and uh, seeing the joy that they felt when you really, really helped them or, or the face of someone that you really want to one person that you can really make a difference to. And then saying the affirmations in that zone, it will add even more power to it.
0: Amazing. Amazing. And this is funny. So uh, um, Laura said that Laura's had like quite possibly the best morning ever, achieving yeah. something I never thought possible. And um, Laura actually joined our members in the our office hour that we run on a Monday morning. And Laura doesn't like being on screen. Laura doesn't like talking to people. But she presented to all of them and there was 30 in the room. And she did an amazing job. Now, she said, I'm feeling on top of the world and so proud, yet counting down the seconds for everything to go wrong. And I just want to go and hide away from all the incredible feedback. How do we control this imposter syndrome? So even when things go well, and is that, do you think that's something to do with a success thing as well? So she's actually experienced what she wanted, but she's still waiting for it to go wrong. That's that's the scared of success in a way as well, isn't it?
2: It is it is it, it some of it is retraining your brain and thinking, Is this help? so I like have a simple question is this driving me forward towards my goals or is it holding me back towards my goals? If there's part of that that's like,' okay, it's keeping me humble, but perhaps take a percentage of it, you know, oh it's good that I'm like feeling like this because i'm I'm grounded, I'm humble, I'm gonna keep working hard. But it, it's that divide of when that stops being resourceful and when that becomes unresourceful. Um, so I would say as well is um, celebrate, dance, have a dance party, <laughs> simple things like that. But like put your favourite thing out, celebrate, tell yourself that you're absolutely incredible, kick ass, and then focus on the next goal. So bring that... Um, So sometimes, you know, we can dwell too much on our lows, but we can also dwell too much on our successes as well. So it's like that. It's like, let's put our next goal in place. What's my next thing? What's my next thing? And then start focusing on that again.
1: I love that. I, I'd really love to think a bit more about this uh, sort of holding ourselves back from success thing because um, Joe and I joked before we started this that we sometimes uh, are surprised when things go well and uh, and sometimes struggle with being successful when things, when things are going, when things are being successful so um, how, what are the other signs we need to look out for that we are holding ourselves back from doing great things because I think we can stand in our own way and what can we do to stop holding ourselves back
2: yeah so it's i mean it can i i've got a sort of questionnaire that i um, which, which is all about self-sabotage and there's over 20 ways that we can do it so it is um you know the procrastination it is the the shiny bright shiny object syndrome it's like oh doesn't the knicker draw look like it needs tidying and that sort of thing um and then just not i mean one of the things that I do is really look at language. which, poor Joe, like oh, but I pulled you to task there with the "Oh, I'm I'm older, so I haven't got as much energy," and just knowing that that's just a belief; it doesn't have to be your truth. Um, so there's all these different ways that it can show up. I think. The clarity on your goals and why you do what you do will just keep you aligned, just keep you on track. So really thinking what, you know, I do an exercise where we we go to the end of your life and you think it's my 85th birthday, I've got everybody around me that loves me, what are they saying about what I achieved? what are they saying about the sort of person that I was and living your life on purpose in that way how can I show up in my business true to my values true to what's important to me so you're it's where you're looking so if you look for mistakes you're going to find them like the lady with the the nitpicking example there's somebody there that's like oh I'm going to find a grammar mistake here and if you look for it you're going to find it so it's like just steering your direction steering your mind where am I going what life do I want to live how does being an incredible bookkeeper fit in with that and just showing up every day of like this is this is my intention for today this is who I want to be I want to be loving to myself so that I can be loving to others and then that will impact on my business and on my self-belief and knowing it's a journey it's a journey it's absolutely a journey and we all you know um I always think Ricky Gervais's quote I often um give which is uh, the one thing that really helped me was knowing that nobody else knows what they're doing either you know everybody has that little am I good enough am I enough am I lovable in their in their heads um and but it's like the more we look at what we want who we want to show up as the easier it is to stay on track
0: yeah and it's so easy to look at other people and assume that they are so much further on and they've got all this confidence and I was just reading that someone there was saying that um that she wants to, she's um, feeling overwhelmed, trying to set up, and but she's scared to leave her job, um, and she's scared, to, and she wants to fully commit, but she's scared. And and I read that and thought, you know, people have been looking at me and thinking, oh, well, Jo managed to set up on her own, but I was made redundant, so I had no choice. I was too scared. I wanted to set up on my own, um, Jojo. You know, I was working on a I was working on a course and everything to set up on my own but I was employed and it was only when I was made redundant that I had no choice so people can look at me and assume oh she had the confidence to do that no I didn't I was mm. I was I was given no choice so then when you're given no choice it's very you have you you do push yourself m- more because yeah. I, I had to I had to pay the bills and feed my children But it wasn't. It wasn't as simple as that. So I think we can all very much look for. We can look for confidence in others and put ourselves down, and we can look for mistakes in us, and um, you know, and wonder in others. But actually, everyone's going through this. Everybody's going through it. And like me and Zoe, sometimes I pull Zoe up. Zoe pulls me up all the time, and we're like, oh my god, can you believe we're even thinking this? But and we we're meant to be there teaching people but we're rubbish at this bit so we're the same everyone's the same it's just you know it is life and it is about that's i mean we say it all the time you know why we're doing this is like we are we've pushed ourselves so much out of our comfort zone to do this as the six figure bookkeepers because we we really don't want other people to be feeling how we felt alone no community, no one to talk to about business stuff. It was all technical, technical, technical. And sometimes I was like, I'm just bored of those kind of forums and things. I want to talk to someone about goals. Has anyone got a goal or do we just all work really hard? And and so that's what drove us that necessity to have, have somewhere to hang out, have a community. But it didn't mean we had all the answers. And like Zoe said uh, last week on the podcast, actually our first five podcasts, she won't even upload to
1: YouTube because they were so rubbish. and I think people think as well you know often we're we're in this community and and we you know we've learned a lot like like we've been doing this for a long time Joe's Joe's definitely done this several times and knows a lot about setting up a bookkeeping practice um and I think people think we are somehow different we are we um we're just really good at doing Facebook lives uh, like we're we're that like we are very confident on video and um and I think people forget that you know we are we're the same we're we are people who've started our own businesses exactly the same as anybody watching this video right now, so um yeah. you know we're we are all in this together, and Joe was talking earlier about being able to talk to her sister and sort of download and get your sister to write a list. I hope I'm going to speak to your sister so she'll write me a list, but um, <laughs> you know, that's why we've got this community here because there are other people that you can then sort of share whatever's going on for you. And you know, on our office hours for our members, that's, that's a place where you can go and like share your problems and, and chat it through and get support from someone who knows where you're coming from. So that is what we've definitely tried to create. Um. So Any sort of final tips, Jojo, for people who I think that maybe the goal setting part, like what can we do to go and really get connected with our goals so that we can work out why we're doing this? And then we can start to have belief or make sure that we're working towards those things in a constructive way.
2: Yeah. So I think the key thing is having a really clear vision of where you're going and make it from a from an NLP point of view, we'd make it bright, and we'd make it vivid, and we'd make it exciting, and uh, and really, you know, connect to what it will give you. So what you're working towards, you know, I often say, like when the when you know the why, the house sorts itself out. Waking up every morning with some great you know, morning rituals. Um, and saying this is who I want to show up as today and what has to happen for me to do that. And just loving yourself, being kind to yourself. If those doubts come in, just know that that's part of the process and be so proud because, you know, like to set up your own business is an incredible achievement. And it's very easy for us to look at what we're not or what we haven't done or what didn't happen in the past. Flip it, you know, I'm proud, I'm here, I'm showing up through these times that we're having in the world at the moment, extra, ex, feel extra proud because of that. So, yeah, just go for it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, I think sometimes uh, that's another thing that we feel guilty about when we have big goals. I've definitely felt like that. I've definitely learned how to stretch my goals. And then when they're stretched, I'm like, oh, am I a bit too big for my boots? And um, what would people think if I got that? Uh, We we had that this week. Me and Zoe have won a wonderful prize. to Go on a yacht. uh, Oh yeah, I forgot about that.
1: I I forgot about that.
0: But I I actually started thinking, how do I tell people about this? And I noticed as well that some people, like close people, some people were really happy, and other people were really quiet. And I was, and then mentioned it to me afterwards So they did see it, but they didn't mention it. And. And then, oh, is it for the whole family? And I'm like, no, it's just for me. Oh, that's a shame. You know, those kind of things. And I'm like, oh my goodness, these. So it's really strange that even when you, and I believe I completely manifested that because I watched Below Deck, which is on Netflix. And I was like, oh wow, that's so cool. I'd love to go on a boat three weeks later. I win. So I'm, I'm all up to manifest in the moment. I'm going to watch loads of stuff on Netflix now. It's going to be my new manifestation tool.
2: <laughs> Just don't watch zombie programs or anything no. like that.
0: <laughs> so it's funny, isn't it? Even, even that thought of goal setting, we can still put ourselves in a box and think, that's too big. Why are you? Why are you thinking like that? And that mm. that little devil. That who am I
2: to? Yeah, that who am I to? And I, I would just say, who am I not to? Who are you not to? Yeah. Oh, I
1: love that. I absolutely love that. Um, that's so. That is. why well, I'm gonna just say that all the time now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Laura said, "How stretched should our goals be? So, um, if we're thinking about what we want for the future, should we be thinking like?" 10 years time? Should we be thinking about um, the next six months? What what would you suggest we do?
2: so I think everybody is different so what, what the answer really is how does that work work out for you so if you've got a 10-year goal and for example our big goal is we're, we're saving for a retreat it's been our goal for years and that keeps me on track um and but if I was like oh I'm not getting the retreat it's not it's not working then that that's not the right goal for me so it's how you feel really really is your litmus test so um For some people, having a 10 year goal wouldn't keep them on track because they could procrastinate on it. But some people it's going to work. Some people it's not. If you are a procrastinator and you think, oh, I've got all of the time in the world, set a short term goal. Short term goals are brilliant anyway. It's like, right, I've done that, achieve, celebrate and then move on to the next one.
0: Sorry, I, sorry, I just want to mention somebody. She said that, um, I'm, I'm saying she, I don't know, but um, thank you so much for the advice. Bit dramatic, but I've been in tears through this as I've been feeling so overwhelmed and like I can't do it. You've given me the permission to not know everything. Oh. That's so sweet. I don't know who that is, Aww. I'm sorry, but I hope, I hope we have helped you to understand that and, and I completely, um, I completely get that. That it, when you don't when you don't understand that you don't need to know everything it's so overwhelming and as soon as you liberate yourself from that thought and think yeah. actually I'm doing this with the kindness of my heart I will do the best job thats that I'm able to do and I'll ask the questions and I'll find the answers And do you know what you've got a wonderful group here so actually you have got you've got more resource than you mostly have ever had because you've got all of us here and we really want to help all of you. Um, Laura Day Henderson I think she's a procrastinator because she said two hour goals then (laughs)
2: <laughs> go for it go for it <laughs> um joe i just want to say on what you said about the not knowing everything it's actually the most successful people will admit that they don't know everything because nobody can know everything so if mm-hmm. you it's like oh look at me this is a sign that i'm successful i've got a cup that can be refilled and refilled and refilled so um yeah to these duffel thomas says when she let go of having to be the guru everything changed for her she's a contributor to contributor to the conversation so it's like mm-hmm. i can contribute i don't don't have to be the all-seeing, all knowing guru. It just take that pressure off yourself and just be the best you that you can be.
1: I oh, love that. I love that amazing. idea. And and that is all we can do, isn't it? We can we are like the facilitator. Like Jo said, yeah. you know, she's gone out and like searched for the information. But the thing is that we know where to find this information. We know yeah. where to find the answers. We don't have to know the answers right now. Um mm-hmm. I think that brings us to a really good point to wrap up. But Thank you so much, Jojo, for your time. You. I think it's been an incredible opening session for Bookkeeper's Bootcamp. Um, how can people connect with you and find out more about what you do?
2: Oh, well, first of all, thank you so much. I've absolutely loved speaking to two incredible women. It absolutely, like, just lights me up. Um, so uh, I write these this way. Is I'm always happy to accept personal phone requests. I love connecting with people. Um, and I run a group called Women of Influence, uh, which I'm happy to pop in comments or something like that, facebook.com groups, Women of Influence, um, where I teach breaking through the stuff that's holding us back and then the skills and, and strategies of, of the science of excellence.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Thank you. And also the four P's. Can we have yes. that little document? Yes, you was can lots of indeed.
2: People saying,
1: yes, please, yes, please, yes, please, yes,
2: please. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. Absolutely.
1: There were quite a few things and different links and books and things mentioned. So what we'll do is we'll try and pull all of that together and we will put it in the comments. Um, anyone who's listening to this on the podcast will put it in the show notes. It's on YouTube. So we'll put it in the comments on YouTube as well. Hopefully everyone will be able to find what they need. Um, thank you so much, Jojo, for your time today. And um, we will be back this evening at 8pm in our Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club. We've got our first Confidence Masterclass tonight. So I hope we'll see lots of you there. Thanks so much for taking up time over your lunch break. And we'll see you later. Thank, thank you. you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: don't forget to join us
1: every week on the bookkeepers
0: podcast with topical bookkeeping chat why not join our free facebook group the six figure bookkeepers club or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.